Welcome to the Magic Mindset Podcast, the podcast for anyone aiming to live in and embody your highest self and explore your full potential. Let's uncover the bullshit so we can discover the absolute magic of being you. Hello, and welcome back to the Magic Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Heather Mayo, author of Not Another Diet Book and owner of Nourish, a coaching service that is dedicated to helping you feel amazing in your body, create habits that nourish you, and helping you thrive. Today, we are going to continue on with this honestly unintentional theme that I have created, but also kind of stumbled into, and that is taking amazing care of ourselves this summer. I do not know what is in the energy right now, but I'm here for it. I am here for this push that so many of us are feeling to revisit our health and wellness, but in a different way, in a way that we may not have been thinking about in the last few years. I think Health and wellness is something that's always on our mind, right? We always want to think about how we're interacting with our bodies, how we feel in our bodies. And for many of us, unfortunately, the number on the scale or the size of our pants. We're thinking about if we want to lose weight, how we want to lose weight, when we're going to start trying to lose weight, all that shit. I think that the focus that we've been feeling on health and wellness is really shifting right now to a more intentional and kind focus. It's shifting into a space of, okay, I'm over this shit and I really mean it this time. I really want to do this the right way. I want to do this in a way that honors my body. I want to do this in a way that enhances my life, doesn't take away from it. And that's the push. That's the push I am feeling. I'm hearing it at the gym. I am hearing it over and over in coaching sessions. And so I am rolling with it. And today we're going to, like I said, continue on the topic that we've been talking about, which is nurturing ourselves, nurturing our growth. And so we're going to talk about practices that you can lean into if you're already doing them or start if you're not already doing them that are going to help you enhance your transformation. And I don't mean becoming somebody that you're not. I mean becoming exactly who you are meant to be, who you want to be, and showing up in your life that in a way that feels really, really good. Because becoming the person you want to be is easier than you think, right? It is easier than you think if you allow it to be. That daydream version of yourself, the one who has her shit together, <laughs> the version of you that is accomplishing her goals, that is treating her body kindly, that is showing up for herself fully, it already exists. This episode is going to give you ways to help you see her and more importantly, help you embody her. I'm going to start with the one that has been the most transformative for me and that is practicing intentions. For so long, I was stuck on affirmations and they're important, but they're also bullshit if actions are not supporting them, which is why I love intentions because intention puts some it puts some gas on the fire, right? I, I can't say I intend to do something and then just not do it. I mean, I suppose you could, but that doesn't feel good. Lying to ourselves doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good to say, I am going to and then not do that. Practicing intentions allows you to start creating accountability with yourself. Practicing intentions allows you to become somebody that you can depend on. When we are just stating affirmations, 
it's good, right? It gets us into the habit of possibly seeing ourselves that way or thinking about ourselves in a different way. But if we are not confirming those affirmations with actions, they're just creating more dissonance and they're making us feel worse about ourselves. And I think that is a problem so many of us get into with them. And so when I'm working with somebody, we don't really start with affirmations. We use them as a goalpost, we use them as a map to figure out what actions may be important, but then we forget about them and we focus on intentions. If you're completely unfamiliar with intentions, I'm going to just quickly break it down if you already know what they are. for Forgive me, but this will only take 30 seconds. But in short, an intention is just a statement of what you wish to do that day or in that moment of time. You can practice these. I have lots of episodes on intentions, so please go back and find them. If you're having trouble finding them, shoot me a DM and I'll direct you to them. But you can use these situationally. And so when I am going into a meeting, I can say, okay, I intend to stand in my authenticity and in my kindness and also in my boundaries. If I am going into a situation where I don't want to gossip or, or talk shit or be pulled into patterns that, you know, unfortunately can be normal in many conversations, which is unfortunate, but that's a different subject. And so I can, again, okay, I'm going to set the intention to only speak kindly about everybody, including those who are not here. I can set intentions for the day, which is what we are going to talk about right now. And so every single morning when I sit down with my journal, I do write some affirmations typically, but I always set intentions. Today, I will treat my body kindly. Today, I will show up for myself fully. Today, I will honor my blessings. That's one that I've been coming back to a lot and I feel like is really, really wonderful because it reminds you to hold everything that you have in gratitude, but also to continue to work for it so you can call in more. How powerful and amazing when you bring those two things together. So when you are practicing intentions for your growth, which is uh, they're going to go hand in hand, you don't have to, you know, call that in because they are one and the same. When you're practicing intentions for your growth, what you are doing is thinking about, okay, what can I do today that is going to help me feel better tomorrow? What can I do today that is going to move me in the direction of my goals, that is going to make me proud of myself, that is going to set me up for success? And then set it out as an intention, but hold yourself accountable to it, which is why you need to start small. And I know I say that all the time, and I know you may be annoyed with it, but I don't care (laughs) because that is how things get done. That is how things become habitual. When you allow those intentions to be small, you're not selling yourself short. What you're doing is setting yourself up for success by ensuring that they happen, which is building your self-trust, which is building your self-efficacy, which makes everything else so much easier. The next thing is a super, super, super close second. I mean, basically, it's tied, but I had to put these in order somehow. (laughs) And that is getting into the practice of listening to your body. It is impossible to treat yourself kindly when you are not giving your body a say in the conversation, when you are constantly telling your body to shut the fuck up, which so many of us have done for years. We do it with dieting. We do it with overeating. We do it with exercising. We do it with not exercising at all. We do it with not going to sleep. We do it with snoozing our alarm. We do it by not drinking enough water. We do it by drinking alcohol. We do it on and on and on. We are very, very good at tuning our bodies out and not allowing them a seat at the table. If you are going to honor your growth and honor your transformation, you need to give your body a say. 
in how you interact with it. And this is a such, I, I can't even say how simple of a practice it is, which is frustrating because I know almost nobody is doing it. We, and we have this tendency to do things like this. We tend to overlook the simple and go to the complex because we have got, marketing has sold us this belief that in order to solve our problems, we need this complex solution. We need this secret formula. We need this extra something, this pill, this powder, this oil, this whatever that we don't already have. We need to go outside of ourselves to find ways to feel better inside of ourselves. And that makes no fucking sense at all. When you are listening to your body, it's not going to feel normal at first. It's not going to feel very impactful at first, but that doesn't mean it is. It should be the most normal thing and it will be the most impactful thing. It is just making yourself do it, setting an intention to do it every single day and and showing up for that intention. And you can do this so easy. In the morning when you wake up, instead of stepping on a scale or looking in the mirror or just ignoring your physical being completely, all you're going to do is take 10 to 30 seconds and just close your eyes and do a quick body scan. Ask yourself, how do I feel today? What, what is going on in my body? How do I feel? And then get your baseline and then say, okay, what can I do that will help me feel better? There's your intentions right there, right? Like you're, this is a two for one practice. There's your intentions. All right, I could use some vegetables. I could take a walk. I could, you know, get up from my desk more often. I could get to the gym. I could eat more protein. I definitely could use some more water. I'm going to skip that three o'clock Dunkin' Donuts run and maybe, you know, go for a quick walk or just have a cup of tea or have a journaling session or whatever, Whatever it may be, it could be all of those things. It could be one of those things. And again, if you're just starting off, let it be one of those things. The important thing is, is you're giving your body a chance to tell you what it needs and what it wants to feel its best. And the more you do that, the louder your body's voice will be, the louder you'll be able to hear what you need at that time, which will allow you to take care of yourself fully and it'll make taking care of yourself so much easier. Which brings me to my next one, something that will allow you to hear your body and get even more clear on what you need, what you want, and what you can do to help yourself feel your best. And that is spending time alone in your own energy and doing so purposefully. This isn't just spending time alone and reading a book or watching Netflix or whatever, right? All those things are wonderful. All those things are valid. You absolutely deserve to do things for yourself, for your self-care that include external simulation. Absolutely. Do those as often as needed. But when I say spend time alone in your own energy, it means without distractions. This is getting quiet with yourself. Yes, this absolutely can be meditation, but I hesitate to use that term because I know for so many people, starting a meditation practice is really, really frustrating. And I will absolutely throw myself into that group, right? It can be frustrating to try to meditate and hear your to-do list and you know the chatter in your brain that is absolutely part of the process, but it can feel almost you know, unproductive because it feels like a waste of time because you're not doing what you sat down to do, which is why I say just spend time purposefully in your own energy, but just in quiet, 
in stillness. This is an amazing time for you to use a journal, right? To just kind of do a brain dump. How am I feeling today? How do I want tomorrow to go? What is on my mind? What is stressing me out? I have a bullshit book where I put down like my gripes, which we'll talk about in the next one. Something if I need to vent or get something off of my chest, like that is a time for you to do that. Or if you have, if you get a really great idea, write it down. Have a place where you can kind of brain dump the positives. If you get this like inkling of, oh, I want to do this. I want to try this out. Write it down. Whenever you're feeling jealousy, write it down. That is showing you what you want. And so when I say spend time alone and in your own energy, it doesn't need to be like set aside, carved out packets of time. Yes, that is absolutely important and that is absolutely part of it, but it can be quickie, you know, a quick little quickie with yourself, a little 30 minute, like, oh, okay, let me, let me stop what I'm doing here and let me lean into this idea. Let me explore this feeling. Let me see what's going on. It is basically pausing, you know, something that we talk about all the time, something I talk about a lot in my book, pausing in your life to just kind of do a quick check-in, a, a quick body scan, something that we just talked about you should be doing in the morning as a way to feel what your body needs, as a way to allow your body a seat at the table. Do that when you're feeling frustrated throughout your day. Do it if you find yourself annoyed at the traffic. Do it when you find yourself annoyed with your kids or your husband. Just kind of take a beat, take a breath, close your eyes, you know, big inhale through the nose, exhale through the mouth. Okay, what's going on right now? Like that is clearing out your energy, but it's allowing you to come back to yourself. And doing that frequently, letting that be your habit, is such a jumping board for growth. It it is, I cannot overstate the impact that will have on you, those little quick sessions. And combining that with, you know, a weekly, a daily, or a nightly check-in of just, okay, how do I feel? What's going on right now? Just giving yourself a time to feel out your own energy. We have this weird kind of, uh, we're all labeling ourselves as empath. Oh, I'm so empathic. I, I feel everybody's emotions. I feel this and yada, yada, yada. Do we talk about feeling our own? No, we don't. And that's so odd, isn't it? Like, why are we so proud of picking up on everybody else's energy? What about picking up on our own energy? What about creating more awareness for how we show up in a room, for the energy we bring into a space? When you're checking in with your body, it's going to allow you to do that. And holy shit, that allows for amazing things to happen. I'm going to backtrack on this fourth one because I know I said the first one was really important, but this guy, this guy is a banger too. And if you are continuing with this one, it's going to almost wash out and counteract the last three. And that is talking shit and gossiping and speaking ill of people, including yourself. It is so hard. It's impossible (laughs) to be the best version of you when you are calling out and calling attention to the flaws in yourself and in other people. It's just trash, right? It, It is just trash. Paul Selig says, what you damn damns you back. It's basically a fancy way of saying karma, right? And I know there's varying beliefs on karma. I think karma is something we all have to have an individual relationship with and an individual belief system with. But at the end of the day, 
your words are your reality. The words you are speaking are creating what you are seeing. Those things, and that's not a metaphysical statement. That's the truth. If we are constantly saying, oh God, the weather sucks. I have so much shit to do. I feel like shit. My knees hurt. What happens? The weather's going to suck. Your knees are going to hurt. Like that is going to be your reality. Versus what a, what a nice day today. And oh, I, I'm feeling really good and I have so much energy. Yada, yada, yada. What's going to happen? That's what you are going to have. We forget that that is true when we're talking about other people. If we are constantly talking shit or even sometimes talking shit about other people, we're calling that into our vibration, right? We are opening ourselves up for that and that is what we are going to see when we look at other people and that sucks because if we're seeing negatives when we look at other people, you better fucking believe when you look in the mirror, you're seeing the same thing. These things feed into each other. Happy, secure, confident, thriving people are not talking shit. They are not worrying about what other people are doing. I'll never forget my husband. This was years ago when we had, we were a couple years into starting a training program at the gym and another facility basically tried to take our model or, you know, do a similar thing. And I was so freaked out about it. I was so nervous about it. I was so pissed. I was so upset. And you know, talking all this shit and all whatever, like spiraling basically. And John, who is a wise old sage and doesn't even know it, (laughs) was like, Heather, stop. Don't worry about the competition. There is no competition. We don't worry about them. We don't focus on them. Nothing. Don't even allow it to enter your brain. Let them worry about us, right? that's, That's what's happening here. Let us keep doing what we're doing, we'll keep innovating, we'll keep focusing on our business, and they will always, they they can focus on us. And maybe they weren't, right? Maybe they weren't. Maybe they were just doing their own thing, which I feel like is often the case. And I can acknowledge that now at this point in my life, we all have great ideas. We're all doing so so many things. We're all doing similar things. And so what we may feel like is somebody copying us, Could just be somebody stepping into their truth. Could just be somebody finally doing what they feel ready to do. Maybe you gave them permission to do that. Maybe they're like, oh, okay, she's doing that. She's doing that, which means that's available to me. Does that mean they're copying you? Mm, Maybe, but who gives a fuck, right? Like there's room for everybody at the table. There's no such thing as competition. There's no such thing as somebody trying to like, outdo you because if they are they're already losing <laughs> right they're already going to be a step behind you so so who gives a shit just worry about yourself and maybe they're not worrying about you at all but if they are that's on them too like we cannot focus on that and so i say that to kind of say like when we feel like we have the right quote unquote like we have the right to talk shit because they are doing this thing it's still who cares And we could never know. Maybe it's just timing, right? Like they could have had that idea forever and just finally acted on it. We will never know and it's none of our business. So it's not worth worrying about. When we are focusing on the negative of other people, all we're doing is just drawing in more negative into our lives and and into our situations. And so, you know, I mentioned my bullshit book. If I'm feeling like really, really frustrated or really like I need to vent or really like I need to bitch or somebody's really pissing me off, I try to go to my bullshit book and just get it out there. 
And almost all the time, that's enough, right? And and you guys, I cannot stress this enough. This, does this mean I don't talk shit? No, I talk shit all the fucking time. <laughs> I try not to talk shit, right? Because I know it feels awful. I don't want to create that type of karma. I don't want to embody that type of energy. And so is always, this is always, I'm bringing it to you because this is in the forefront of my mind, right? We're human here. We're all human here. We acknowledge our flaws and we try to do better. I'm bringing up this one because it's so important. If if we want to feel really great, if we want to feel really confident, if we want to live in our authentic truth and in our authentic power, we need to give other people the space to do the same. And that means without judgment. That means without us throwing shade. That means without us trying to talk down or condone or question. None of that stuff. It means we hold everybody else in the same light that we aim to hold ourselves in. And that's it. That's the end of the story. And so even when you are feeling justified, who knows? Maybe you're right. Maybe you are justified. But again, who gives a shit, right? What is that going to do productively for you to bring them down? Absolutely nothing. So keep it moving and keep it grooving. And then you're going to tie all these up with a bow, a beautiful bow made of boundaries. <laughs> because boundaries are what is going to allow you to support all the other practices, both with yourself and with other people. Just like you will never find somebody who is constantly talking shit and feeling great in their own life, like that those two things are not coexisting, you are never going to be able to practice boundaries with other people if you are not also practicing them with yourself. And we forget that. We forget that a boundary could basically be a roadblock or or a means to kind of check and balance yourself. It is saying to yourself, okay, before I do this, I'm going to make myself do this, right? Before I just mindlessly grab a drink, I'm going to make myself pause, take an inhale, take an exhale, ask myself if I really want it, ask myself what I have to do tomorrow, ask myself what time I need to get up. Like that's a boundary that you're having with yourself. Before I go and throw, you know, throw a dessert together right after dinner. I am going to straighten up the kitchen. I'm going to give myself a chance to digest. I'm going to give my chance, myself, you know, chance for the food to settle, whatever. And then I'm going to have dessert. It's not saying, no, 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 no. I'm never going to have these things again. I'm never going to have another drink. I'm never going to have dessert. It is saying, I'm going to make sure I actually want them. I'm going to create a boundary with myself to make sure that I am honoring myself. You're going to create boundaries with other people. You're going to, you know, make sure that your life is structured in a way that being good to yourself is your default, which may take some time adjusting relationships. And that's okay, right? It's going to be sticky. It can feel a little hard, but ultimately it is going to be the best thing that you can do for yourself and for that other person. You know, boundaries don't need to be scary and they don't need to be mean. And honestly, most of the time, people won't even know you're making them. <laughs> you know, a boundary is not saying like, no, I'm never going to happy hour with you ever again and like slamming your office door. A boundary is just saying, you know, I think I'm going to sit this week out, but thank you for asking me. That's it. That's a boundary. Like it doesn't even, the other party doesn't even need to know it's happening. And so all that to say, if you feel scared by kind of saying no or, you know, turning down the invitation to do something or saying no to helping, you're entitled to do that. And I swear to you, the people who love you and the people who matter, they won't give a shit. 
they, they won't push back on you. They're, they're just going to accept it. And the people who do push back, well, then you know to just set that boundary a little deeper and also maybe keep them at arm's length for a little bit because they don't they don't deserve to be your energy if, if they're going to push back on you doing something that honors you. And so I'm going to tie this up here. I hope this helped. Next week is an episode that's been a long time coming. It has been highly requested. It's been the most requested episode topic to date. And I haven't done it because quite frankly, I've been nervous, but I'm pulling the bandaid off and we are diving in. Next week, we're going to talk about alcohol, (laughs) about our relationship with alcohol, removing alcohol for a bit, being sober curious, all the things. And so I'm excited to do it, but I'm going to be honest with you. Like I said, I'm a bit nervous to do it because I don't know how it is going to be received. So I hope you will join me for it next week. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would be honored if you would share it with your friends, screenshot it, save it on social media. And if you haven't, of course, rate and review this podcast. It means the world to me and it keeps me showing up here. So I hope I see you back next week. I hope you have an amazing day. And until next time, bye. (music) 